Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by Harbor Compliance. Harbor Compliance provides services and software to help nonprofits and businesses maintain compliance with federal, state, and local government licensing requirements. Check today's show notes for a link to get a free online fundraising compliance guide or visit harborcompliance.com to learn more. with another special edition of Cause Talk Radio, in which we feature a deep dive conversation with one of this year's Halo Award winners. This episode features the Silver Award winner for the inclusion category, an initiative called Face Your Fears, a partnership between Abercrombie & Fitch and The Trevor Project. I'm joined today by Carrie Krug, SVP and Head of Marketing for Abercrombie & Fitch, and Shira Kogan, Senior Corporate Development Manager for The Trevor Project. We talk about how their 2019 effort went all in to activate around one of Abercrombie's best-selling SKUs, its fierce fragrance for men, in a year-round campaign that authentically highlighted stories of real people with diverse identities within the LGBTQ community. We dig into their roundup at point of sale, why they decided to make this a year-round effort, the metrics they were both following, as well as the impact of this campaign on the youth that Trevor serves. The COVID crisis has made Trevor's mission even more critical, so we also talk about how this partnership is evolving and changing due to the current circumstances and what's to come for this incredible partnership. Well, hello, Shira and Carrie. Welcome to Cause Talk Radio. Hello. Hi, it's great to be here. Thanks for having us on. Great to have both of you. Well, first of all, congratulations on your Halo win. Very exciting. And I'm so thrilled to have you here today. Um, I should just mention that uh, you are the winners in the inclusion category for our listeners' um, edification. So thank you guys so, so much for being here. Thank you for having us. We're really excited to chat about our campaign together. Well, let's start out by telling our listeners who you are and maybe a little bit about your role and a little bit about your organization. So Carrie, would you start us off there? Of course. I am Carrie Collins-Krug. I am the Senior Vice President and Head of Marketing for Abercrombie & Fitch and Abercrombie Kids. And Abercrombie, um, it's been around since 1892. And we are in the business of creating clothing for a comfortable, confident, and stress-free lifestyle for men, women, and kids. Perfect. How about you, Shira? Hi, everybody. Uh, My name is Shira Kogan. Uh, Pronouns are she and her. And I am a senior corporate development manager at the Trevor Project. Um, The Trevor Project is the world's largest suicide prevention and crisis intervention organization for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and questioning young people. So I have the pleasure of managing partnerships with organizations like Abercrombie um, that can help make an impact on our mission um, and can help um, companies accomplish their goals as well. Fantastic. Well, Carrie, Abercrombie & Fitch has partnered with Trevor for several years. Could you talk a little bit about how this partnership got started originally? Sure. Abercrombie & Fitch has has a really long history of supporting those in the LGBTQ community. And as a company, we 
celebrate diversity in all of its forms. And in fact, for the 14th consecutive year, our company has received a perfect score on the Human Rights Campaign's Corporate Equality Index. And with regards to Trevor Project, we have been a supporter since 2010. But in 2017, we expanded our partnership to include a truly holistic customer-facing campaign, and then have just continued to build on that ever since. Trevor really shares in our our passion to encourage safe, confident self-expression for all individuals, regardless of their sexual orientation. Really, when considering a lead philanthropic partner for the brand, it, it kind of only made sense to partner with this organization, given that they provide such vital resources and support for a community that is not only, of course, near and dear to our hearts, but really one in which so many of our customers and Abercrombie Associates also identify. Thank you so much, Carrie. Shira, we are here today to talk about your award-winning campaign, which is called Face Your Fears, which is obviously a partnership between uh, Trevor and Abercrombie & Fitch. Would you give us a brief overview of this campaign? What was involved? What did you do? When did it start? All of that good stuff. Yes, absolutely. So as Carrie said, this has been a longstanding partnership, um, but we took things even to the next level in 2019. um, And this was a year when we went from a whole um, campaign that was primarily focused around Pride Months of May and June um, to actually working together year-round and in a number of different capacities. So we had two key moments of activating together from a cause marketing standpoint that actually integrated into Abercrombie & Fitch's um, year-round integrated marketing campaign, Face Your Fierce, with a couple of key moments that highlighted Trevor's mission. So these moments were around Pride Months with the Fierce is Love activation. Um, and in December with the This Group is Beyond Family campaign that highlighted different um, influencers um, from the LGBTQ community and ally community um, who shared kind of their understanding and kind of their individual experience of the concept of chosen family. So we had these two really amazing cause marketing moments um, and Alongside those cause marketing moments, there was a roundup at the register where Abercrombie was actually inviting their customers to round up to the nearest dollar and donate that extra change to the Trevor Project um, for six months of the year, really allowing customers and empowering them to contribute to a cause that is so important to the Abercrombie and Fitch community in general. Um, and then, of course, we had other ways that we're working together. It was a really holistic campaign. We had different event activations with Abercrombie joining us at our premier fundraising galas, Trevor Live New York, and as a presenting sponsor at Trevor Live LA. Um, there were drag brunches that we did with the Kimpton Hotels that Abercrombie joined us as a sponsor for as well. Um, and we also marched together at New York City Pride Parade um, World Pride last year. And we all wore some super soft um, and awesome Abercrombie and Fitch t-shirts. Um, for Trevor. So 
the campaign really did have a number of different aspects, but the thing that tied it all together was a focus on stories of resiliency and elevating the voices of different members of the LGBTQ community, sharing really what it means to be fierce to them. What does it mean to face your fears? Fantastic. Well, clearly there are a lot of moving pieces in this campaign. One of the things that really struck me about this campaign, and I think probably one of the reasons that it was awarded a Halo Award this year, um, was the fact that you wrapped this entire campaign around Fierce, which is the number one, number four fragrance in the country for men and one of Abercrombie & Fitch's best-selling SKUs. I feel like a lot of times when people do these cause efforts, they're like, here's this very small little pair of socks that we're going to sell over in the corner to promote a cause. That's not what happened here with Abercrombie & Fitch. So Carrie, I wonder if you could talk about the decision to use this product as the backbone of the Face Your Fierce effort. So impressive. Yes, I mean, of course. Uh, the the decision to use fierce, to place fierce front and center really, really was twofold. So first, it is one of the most recognizable fragrances in the world, and it has a name that carries so much meaning. So fierce is really about authenticity. It's about bravery. It's strength. It's self empowerment, and these are all characteristics the Trevor Project lives every day and also inspires within those that they help. And secondly, to your point earlier, it really is one of our top selling SKUs. So it enables us to actually drive even more interest and awareness around our partnership. So utilizing Fierce really just shows how much we believe in the organization and, and really the rich and vibrant community that they work so hard to support. So we wanted to leverage, frankly, our most valuable product so that we could garner the most support for the Trevor Project. All of you in the audience listening, all of my listeners, take note. This is a best-in-class effort right here because of that very thing. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that, Carrie. Shira, you at Trevor made an intentional decision to take a 360-degree always-on approach to this partnership for the first time in 2019, as I think one of you alluded to just a few minutes ago. Can you talk about what all that entailed? You you referenced a few of the p- components earlier, but I, I was hoping you can talk a little bit more about that component of it. Absolutely. So um, when we were thinking about how to make this campaign even bigger and better and more impactful, something that was really important to us was the fact that vocal support for, for the LGBTQ community is so important year round. LGBTQ people identify as LGBTQ 365 days a year. Um, And Abercrombie & Fitch is a company that supports LGBTQ folks year-round, not just from May to June. So we really wanted to be able to share that message. And we recognize actually that based on our research, LGBTQ youth are at a significantly higher risk for suicide. Um, Our research shows that over 1.8 million LGBTQ young people consider suicide every year just in the U.S. Um, But we also know that accepting adults in an LGBTQ young person's life reduces their risk of suicide by 40%. So having individuals, influencers, uh, role models for young people, brands getting out there year round and saying, you know, we support you really, it does have a life-saving impact on the youth that we serve. 
So we kind of took what we had done in previous years that had been so successful um, and we extended it. We expanded it, as I mentioned before, into a number of different uh, areas from event sponsorship, those cause marketing moments um, where we were activating together, um, employee engagement. We actually joined Abercrombie and Fitch at their headquarters in Columbus last year for their diversity and inclusion fair. So it was really a way to truly integrate our teams and really be one team, one message of support um, for LGBTQ youth that, as I mentioned, I mean, really can change and transform lives when when young people are able to see themselves with such iconic brands like Abercrombie. I think the other thing about that is I think I started seeing about two years ago a lot of criticism of brands that would just kind of come out during Pride. And there was a lot of kickback against the corporate sector and saying, well, what are you doing the rest of the year? Carrie, any comment on that? Was that part of the consideration set when you were looking at making this a little bit more of an activation than just one month a year or at one time of year? Definitely. Um, and, and really just to echo everything that Shira had brought up, it, it it is important that we are supportive of this community all year and not just during June. And I think one thing that we worked hard when we were crafting our partnership is that we we are in this all in. And so how can we have programming that really shows our commitment beyond the month of June? Because the this this or this group needs the support full round. So why why are we just limiting it to the one one month of the year? Yeah. And I think it's interesting because there was there was a lot of criticism that was it was a little bit knee jerk, in my opinion, in that people were saying, well, you only do this once a year because you're at you're at you're at the pride parade or whatever. Um, but there are a lot of companies who did do things year round. It just wasn't as visible. So I think that was potentially a lesson for all companies that, you know, play are active in this space to, to make sure that they're making their efforts a little bit more visible year round and not just in June. So one thing that we are very excited about this year, and we've been working with, um, obviously very closely with Shira and the Trevor project is we are going to have our pride collection available year round. Love that. So I think traditionally we had it just in the month of June, um, but we've pivoted. So it's going to, it's going to launch very soon, um, but it will be then available for the entire year. Today's podcast is brought to you by Harbor Compliance. Did you know that 41 states currently require nonprofits to register to solicit their residents and that once registered, nonprofits must report regularly to each state to maintain good standing? Well, what qualifies a solicitation, you might ask? Many states consider online fundraising activities such as email, website donate now buttons, peer-to-peer fundraising, and social media crowdfunding campaigns to be solicitations. Harbor Compliance can help. With deep industry expertise, providing turnkey solutions to clients of every size in every state and from 25 countries, Harbor Compliance empowers nonprofits to focus on their missions and businesses to focus on their bottom line. Check today's show notes for a link to get a free online fundraising compliance guide or visit harborcompliance.com to learn more. Okay, we're going to talk about something that I tend to geek out a little bit over, which is point of sale and roundup. So Carrie, you obviously partnered um, with your customers to do a roundup at the point of sale that Shira was talking about earlier. Was this the first time you had done roundup with your customers at point of sale? 
Rhinox have really been a part of our philanthropic strategy for several years. Um, and, and we love it because it allows our customers to offer their support for the causes that we are standing behind. That said, 2019 was our first year with the Trevor Project. And, and it was the significant contributions from our Abercrombie customers, in addition, of course, to their purchases of our Pride Collection and the Fierce Clone. But really, it enabled us to contribute more than a million dollars to Trevor Project over the course of our partnership. So, so excited that we went down this route. That's amazing. And one of the things that I really love to see with point-of-sale efforts, so kudos to you for for doing this, is sometimes there are point-of-sale efforts. And admittedly, there's a lot of work that goes into a point-of-sale campaign. But often, you will see that that is the only activation on a, on a company. You know, They're like asking their companies for money or asking their customers for money, but they're not necessarily contributing any funds or they're not activating any other pieces. That's not the case here. So uh, good for you. Again, we're talking about this 360 degree activation. So clearly it's not just your customers that you're you're asking. You're doing so much more at Abercrombie. So I love that component of it. I do have a question though about the messaging because we joke a lot in this industry that point of sale does really well with sick kids and puppies because it's very easy to say, would you like to donate a dollar for a sick kid? How did you message that at point of sale? What were your customers asked? I mean, really, it's a, it's a lot of our um, partnerships centers around us spreading the word and awareness and driving awareness about Trevor Project. So obviously, we wanted to garner donations, but a lot of it also was just in terms of getting the message out there. So really just explaining the great work that Trevor Project does. And once you outline that, then all of your work is done for you because... It's it's a it's a cause that everybody should should feel very proud to be excited a part of. Yeah, I would love to jump in here and just say I think that that is such an important piece of our partnership is the awareness building um, of Trevor Services. So when the young person goes into an Abercrombie store and learns about the Trevor Project at point of sale, that is a young person that may be in need of our services. When a parent goes into um, onto the Abercrombie website and sees at point of sale, oh, do you want to round up your purchase to the Trevor Project? And they look it up and they say, actually, I know a young person in my life or even my child who could benefit from the service. Or, hey, I'm going to check this out and read some resources or educational materials. I mean, that is so, so core to what makes cause marketing such an important part of um what the Trevor Project needs to do to accomplish our mission and how it's so beneficial and impactful is both in the funds that it's able to raise, but also in being able to share the story of Trevor alongside our partners like Abercrombie and Abercrombie really elevating our voice and our services um, for the very large audience that um, that they reach. So I'm just curious. So is that what the ask was? Would you like to donate a dollar or round up your purchase to the Trevor Project? Is that what the ask was specifically? Yes, it was. Um, in addition to um, a description of what the organization, uh, more color on the organization itself. So if you look, actually right now, if you look at our website, it, we have it in context in terms of the current situation and how it's even more important now more than ever to support this this community. And I almost feel like that would be a little bit easier to do online because the challenge at point of sale, my understanding of it is that you have so many things going on at the register and it's you don't have a lot of time to be doing le- lengthy explanations about whatever. So that's w- one of the reasons that I thought this was so brave as well is that, you know, you're trying to share awareness and education at a, at a point in time that's pretty brief. So I, I love that you were able to accomplish that. And I love that you're doing it online as well. 
And I think part of that too, because, because there is so much going on at point of sale, a large part of our partnership has been really galvanizing our, all of our associates, both corporate and store associates, so that they are well-versed on the Trevor Project, its mission, and our commitment to it. Um, and, and the passion that we have from all of our employees, and particularly those in the store channel, I think really bridges that gap from the communication the burden of the communication that just having it have to live on the point of sale materials that we really do have ambassadors for our partnership throughout our entire organization. Absolutely critical. I love it. Shira, one of the things that's really critical to your work and engaging LGBTQ youth is authenticity. Can you speak to how you worked with Abercrombie to ensure that the message that was being shared was authentic and would resonate with your community and not be seen as pride washing or whatever you'd like to call it? Yes. So, I mean, Abercrombie and the Trevor Project have worked so closely um, to ensure exactly what you're saying, um, that the message resonates and that it is authentic. Um, And obviously, we know on our side that it is authentic, but that it reads as authentic by all audiences. Um, So a huge part of the authenticity from this campaign came from the the telling and elevating of different stories Mm. from different members of the LGBTQ community. So for Fierce's Love, um, during May and June of last year, um, we actually recruited 10 influencers um, of different identities within the LGBTQ community who um, came on pro bono and were part of this campaign, told their stories about what Fierce means to them. Um, And it was a really diverse group of influencers. And actually, this was the most diverse campaign um, in many, many different ways uh, for that, that Abercrombie had ever run um, until now. Actually, if you look at the 2020 first really? test, you'll see that that's even no longer the case because <laughs> um, we're doing it better every year together. Um, but uh, it was truly an amazing campaign. Each influencer brought a unique perspective, a unique story. Um, and the same thing happened for our campaign together in December around the holidays. So being able to use Abercrombie and Trevor platforming campaign as a way to amplify these individual voices and stories shows people that this is for real, right? That this is really creating um, that that loudspeaker for what does fierce mean to someone who maybe has struggled um, with some of the things that LGBTQ youth that Trevor serves um, struggle with. So being able to convey that out was so important to what allowed the campaign to have the power that it did. And we worked really collaboratively the entire time. Any asset that goes out, we're working on together, any message, any story, um, really to make sure that our shared values and the values of the LGBTQ community are shining through in everything that we do together. I love that. Another hallmark of a Halo Award winning campaign that is often missing in applications is business benefit and business metrics because these campaigns cannot go on in perpetuity and refresh themselves if there's not a business component to them. So, um, Carrie, I was hoping you can talk a little bit about the metrics that you were tracking um, from the ANF side to determine whether this campaign was successful from a business perspective. Uh, of course. Um, I would say that really our, our success metrics were both quantitative and qualitative, but 
of course, with this one, um, our ultimate goal was to to garner as many donations for Trevor's important work as possible. So while that was our lead measure, um, we still did look at it from a, both a brand and a business perspective. So there we looked at traffic. Um, and so that would be traffic to our site and to our stores that were you know driven by different components of the campaign. We looked at sales of our pride collection and we looked at sales of our fierce fragrance. We also looked at metrics and insights from all of our social media channels. So that would include follower gain, engagement rates, traffic that's been driven from influencers and others that were in the campaign, and then, of course, overall sentiment and awareness. Um, so it really was a pretty holistic approach to measurement tracking. And and I can tell you that all of them pointed to it being a, a, a pretty tremendous success. And then the other piece of that coin, obviously, is the impact measurement. So Shira, can you talk about what impact the partnership has had for the youth that you serve? Yes, I could talk about this literally all day. <laughs> um, so um, 2019 was a really, really big year for the Trevor Project. And I think that that's another reason that this was such a flagship partnership for us. Um, this was a moment of hyper growth in our organization. Um, at the beginning or towards the beginning of 2019, we went 24-7 on Trevor Text and Trevor Chat, our digital crisis services, which until that point had just been seven hours a day. Um, and then in July of 2019, we launched a totally new um, virtual training system for training our our volunteer crisis counselors to best serve LGBTQ youth in crisis. Um, and we were just growing um, very rapidly. And what does growth require? It requires Bye. resources, <laughs> exactly, um, and awareness um, of our programs and our services such that LGBTQ youth know we're here for them and that they can reach out to us as we're building the capacity to be able to serve more young people. Um, so this partnership was so impactful in those key areas. Um, as Carrie said, it raised significant funds that went directly to helping us grow our services at this critical moment. Um, I mean, with COVID-19, just as an example, we had to go totally remote with all of our programs, including our Lifeline call centers, which have been in New York and LA for the last 22 years. Those types of things take investments and in having to make pivots to best serve young people with uninterrupted support. Um, and it's only thanks to partnerships like the one we have with Abercrombie that we are able to be in a position to say, okay, it's fine. Like we can continue to provide the highest quality support to even more young people as demand for our services grows. And then in terms of the reach, obviously, as I mentioned before, any young person that's learning about us via our partnership with Abercrombie & Fitch is another life that we could be saving or another life that we could be transforming. So um, as an example, in June of 2019, um, during our big campaign, we served 24% um, more crisis contacts, which is young people reaching out to us, um, than in May, and actually 88% more than in 2018, June, like the same month year over year was significantly more. So um, we are able to serve so many more young people in large part because of the partnerships that we have with organizations like Abercrombie and Fitch. Fantastic. Thank you. One of the things we always love to talk about at Engage for Good are lessons learned. So Carrie, I wonder if you could speak a little bit about what you felt made this campaign particularly effective for Abercrombie and Fitch in 2019. What do you consider the wins of your partnership? I'm just going to sound a little bit like a broken record, <laughs> just kind of trailing off what Shira just said. Um, but it, I, it's truly that that the authenticity that's woven throughout the entire campaign, and that that alone, I think, is what made Face Your Fear so effective. We were 
so honored to feature Trevor Ambassadors and, and really help amplify their compelling and meaningful stories and spread their messages of hope and support. And it was, it was really, it was really personally gratifying to see how much that resonated with our audiences, both our customer base and our employee base. And I know um, also with our, our new best friends at the Trevor Project. So we just, <laughs> I think it all goes back down to the authenticity and really how we held hands throughout the entire process as we were creating the content. I think that actually something we were talking about earlier, Megan, about 365 days a year um, and holistic approach, that was a big one. So we saw that, you know, holistic year-round partnerships are going to be the most impactful. They're going to be the most authentic and they're going to um, share a continuous story with our communities about our always on support for LGBTQ youth um, across our partnership. So I think that was a really big piece. Um, The second one is... Finding that unique story that resonates with both brands is so important. And I think that in past years together, we had had a great story. But this year, I think, as we've said, I mean, the the story was just next level. It was super integrated with everything that Abercrombie was doing around the the fierce fragrance. Um, It tied directly back to messages we want to be sending to LGBTQ youth, that they know that they're supported and loved and accepted for exactly who they are. Um, And it also directly hit on Trevor's strategic goals for the year around awareness building, raising funds, um, and showing a message of inclusion to LGBTQ young people. Um, And then the last thing I'll just say is, I think something I learned uh, that we've learned through past campaigns that we really applied here um, is that when you elevate stories of different members of the LGBTQ community, just magic can happen. Um, And actually, one of my favorite personal moments of the campaign is one of the LGBTQ content creators that was featured. um, Tyler Oakley actually released a video during Pride, and he had this one quote, and the, the video title was, I'm now an Abercrombie model, question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, and he says, uh, if seventh grade me, who was so unsure of it all, could go into an Abercrombie store and see an entire section dedicated to how cool queer people are, that would have been incredible. So, I mean, I think no one says it better than Tyler Oakley. Like, that is just magical. You just gave me goosebumps. Um, and I, I, do remember that, <laughs> I do remember that quote. That totally stood out for me as well. So, thanks for sharing that. That's uh, That says it all right there. Well, I would be remiss if I did not ask, Carrie, how is your partnership with Trevor moving forward during this crazy, crazy COVID uncertain time? You referenced online sales and Roundup Online, which is amazing. Anything else you guys are working on together? I, I mean, yes, this is... This is certainly a little unprecedented, what we're going through right now, and and definitely uncertain. But as a company, we feel it's it's even more important than ever for us to continue to support our partners, especially during this time. So, I mean, I, I mentioned it earlier, but really, we know that the Trevor Project is now receiving the most calls from young people in crisis than it has ever before. So... I feel like now it's more important than ever for us to help tell their story, to continue to tell that message and continue to garner support so that we, so that they can continue to provide their vital services. Fantastic. Well, thank you for your commitment. That's uh, wonderful. And it definitely is a rocky time for everyone, retail and nonprofits included. So kudos to both of you for continuing that partnership. Shira, where can people learn more about the Trevor Project online if they'd like to do that? Well, hopefully by the end of this conversation, everyone's like, we love Trevor. We want to learn more. So you can do so. (laughs) I know, right? Um, 
you can do so at www.thetrevorproject.org. Trevor spelled T-R-E-V-O-R. Um, and you'll there find info on our crisis services, how young people can get support, educational resources, information about our advocacy and research programs, um, as well as our safe space social networking site, Trevor Space. So come check us out. Fantastic. And Carrie, where can people learn more about Abercrombie & Fitch and your social impact work online? Um, our website, Abercrombie.com. So that will have everything about Abercrombie, also quite a bit on Trevor Project. We are very proud of our partnership. Um, in, in addition, I would encourage listeners to visit our Instagram at Abercrombie because that really is an ongoing nar- narrative of everything that we're up to and all of the great things that are yet to come. Fantastic. Well, Carrie and Shira, thank you so much for joining me today. Congratulations on your Halo Award win. And we will definitely look forward to hearing more about your fantastic partnership. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>